Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Always on time. Never on time, actually. (laughs) Never on time. Never. You guys, Gretchen and I are probably the worst. Oh, there's always something. There's always effing something. I swear to effing goodness gracious. Somebody always forgets something. Well, I was just talking to Gretchen five seconds ago about a little tiff that my husband and I got in and I walked 
outside where he was on a Zoom conference and I didn't really, to be honest, I didn't give a, a flying F at the moment because I was so mad. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what's your effing problem? He was not on mute. Not on mute. You got on muted. Mute. And now I'm in trouble even more. <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble. I'm in, I'm in the dog house. Yeah. I think. Or the cat house. Yeah. Whatever a girl it is for a girl. So I have a little anxiety at the moment. I think I need a cocktail oh, early. At 9 a.m. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> you know, it happens. It does. It does. So how's it going, girlfriend? You know, despite me having a little uh, marital dispute yesterday that resulted in my husband asking me if all of his stuff was in the front yard <laughs> this morning. <laughs> That might be worse. <laughs> Wanted to know if he should be expecting the divorce papers. Well, I'm like, no, I slept it off. You're like, actually, the court's not open for that yet right now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, sometimes you just need some cool down time. Yeah, I hear you. Mm -hmm. Also gave him a little geography lesson that Laguna Canyon Road, the 133 and El Toro, all the same exit. You drive past it every day. It's the same fucking exit. By the way, sometimes that's very confusing. And in Texas, I found it really confusing because it's the 33A, also the something something and the 121. I'm like, wait, how is this all the same exit? I, I'm confused. Yeah. So except for that you have been to Texas like a couple dozen times and my husband drives the toll road every single day. Twice a day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you think it wouldn't be so confusing anymore, but it really is. Oh my um, gosh. Anywho, despite that, which, you know, we, we squashed it. Okay. Okay. Anyhow, he's out of town. It's fine. I am blissful. I got an amazing night's sleep. You know why? Did you do the clover patch? You smoke no. a little pot? What'd you do? No, but basically my kids did because my daughter has just like, I don't know. She is a ball of anxiety before bed. She comes in our room like 10 times, wakes up screaming bloody murder. So yeah. I gave her some tired teddies, a little melatonin. Oh, yeah, that's that, that'll do it. You know, I think Hello I'm going to do it like every freaking night, dude. <laughs> Hello Bello has nighttime gummies now. Oh, I ordered some too. But I, yeah. you know, I'm cheap, so I need to use up my tire teddies first. Yes. Well, my son, the one that has extreme anxiety also, wasn't going to bed till 1130 at night because oh he has God. so much anxiety. I also give him one melatonin, one milligram a night, and it has changed my life. Oh, I'm like, what have I, what has been wrong with me? Why didn't I do this sooner? Yeah, it really, it's because it's sad for your kid. I know, but melatonin is not like a real drug, right? No. I mean, so, we have one friend that's like, I mean, okay, she's like uh, in the medical field and she like knocks her kids out with straight up Benadryl. <laughs> no, I don't think that's okay. <laughs> we do not suggest that. That is not we don't suggest part of our protocol. And, and um, I think she gives a melatonin on top of that too. Oh, Jesus. I don't So I feel like just one tire Teddy is like, I I'm all right. I might have given her two tire teddies. Whatever. We're not blissful. suggesting anything. Please <laughs> consult your doctor, doctor before doing any yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's like a vitamin. Okay. I know. Okay. Anyways, you know, last night, feeling epic with a good night's sleep. 
You know why also Gretchen's feeling epic with a good night's sleep? Because I sent her this article right before bedtime. Oh my God, that was so funny. (laughs) So I send Gretchen this article. My nighttime routine is looking at the Daily Mail. And there was this guy that is a rancher in Montana and he ranches naked. He also happens to be super hot. And then... Gretchen was like, I'm really worried that he's going to get ticks. Yeah. And then I wrote back that I thought the funniest part about it was his name is Dick. Legitimately, his name is Dick. Listen, it's dangerous what he's doing out there. (laughs) We're going to post some pictures, you guys. But I was (laughs) cracking myself up texting you, by the way. He has a very nice tan. Well, he ranches naked all day. Yeah. And he it's has working, a really nice it's working butt. For him. And he clearly manscapes. Well, I think so for sure. Yeah. And he also, so I was cracking myself up when I sent that his name was Dick to you. And then my husband was like, what are you laughing about? And then I had to show him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at this guy, chop wood with it's his a hint, wood Sean, hanging a out. Role, she wants a little role play. <laughs> Get out your tool belt. Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to share that with you for your viewing pleasure. Yeah, that's girls, an upper. Or guys. But yeah. So I'm on the mic this week, dude. Yeah, I'm excited. You are. Yeah. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Let's do it. All righty, Gretchy. And friends, Mm -hmm. this story is a listener suggestion. Oh, good. From Amy Gebbs. Thank you so much. Put me right into a really depressed mood. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Amy. I was actually interested in this story for multiple reasons. One, that it wasn't out of Texas. Because that's good. (laughs) I keep doing Texas cases. I'm venturing outside of the Texas. And since we both went to Utah, that's where this case is out of. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, and then my third and final, or maybe not my third, but I mean, it is my third, but not the final. It's about deception, which funny enough is my pet peeve in life, but it always makes a great story. Oh. It does make a great story. But yeah, we don't like those liars. No, we don't. And no, we I don't. Think sometimes <laughs> I'm super honest person. Maybe, and maybe I need to be extra. Maybe we need to tone it back sometimes. Yeah. I think so. But anyways, this story is the story of Lori K. Soros hacking. Okay. Lori was born in 1976, which is the year of the dragon. Did you know that? Um, no, I didn't, but I will be doing a unit on, um, Asia over Chinese new year in February. I planned out my homeschool that way. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm gonna know all kinds of shit about that year of the dragon and the rat and everything. I'll be schooling you. Well, the year of the dragon is a very special year. It is. Anybody's yeah. Born the dragon real lucky. Okay. Except for Lori. Except for Lori. Okay. But my husband was born in the year of the dragon, and so was my son. Oh, okay. Okay. That's why. 
So Lori lived in Los Angeles until her parents got divorced and then her mother took her to Utah. I mean, why not? We saw how beautiful Utah was. Makes yeah, it me is. think we could maybe live there if it wasn't so snowy in the winter. Lori Soros was her maiden name. Hacking would come later. And she was a good girl. And I mean, real good girl. Not like us, Gretchen. She no. was ambitious, beautiful, and a devout Mormon. Okay. She was class president in high school. Ooh. Were you class president? I didn't even go to class most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, but you know, no, no, no. Student body council was not my jam. I was in student body council. Of course you were. I was the spirit director. Uh, <laughs> extra, <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> Just saying. No, I did, you know, I did try out to be the school mascot. And I was I was literally disqualified for having too many unexcused absences. So when Damn I it. say I didn't go to class, I... Didn't go to class? I didn't go to class. Okay. Well, when Lori was in high school, this is where she met the love of her life, Mark Hacking. Okay. Mark and Lori actually hit it off right away. Two peas in a pod. They met at the infamous Lake Powell. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. Mark's dad was a doctor and came from a super good Mormon family. I mean, these two seem like they were a match made in heaven. Lori and Mark would graduate high school and go off to college where Lori really proceeded to excel. She was in clubs and societies that, Gretch, you weren't. Right. And, <laughs> and uh, I wasn't either in college. Uh, she also, I think, was in a sorority. And I tried to be in a sorority, but my grades were too low. Oh, shoot. Yeah. The truth comes out. I know. Because I partied my freshman year in college. Yeah. And so I didn't. Listen, C's get degrees, boo. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But they don't get you into a sorority house, okay? Oh, you don't need those bitches anyways. <laughs> Lori actually graduated cum laude in 1999. And... Mm. While she was in school getting all these awards and shit, she was also working. Oh, extra. Oh my God, this girl had drive. Yeah. Right after college, and I'm saying right after Lori graduated, she married Mark at a Mormon temple, and their families couldn't have been happier. I mean, Lori was a dream for Mark's large, very successful family. Like I said, Mark's dad was doctor at a pediatrician actually in Orem. That's where they were from. Orem is just south of South Lake. Okay. Two of Mark's older brothers were also super successful. One was a doctor like his father and the other an engineer. And then he had five other or four other brothers and sisters. So super big family, seven kids all together. And Lori, super successful herself. After graduating college, she worked for American Express, and then she went on to Wells Fargo to be an assistant stockbroker. Mark continued his education while Lori worked. 
and also wanted to become a doctor like his daddy. Both Lori and Mark's family loved these two as a couple and personally as well. So, you know, Mark's family loved Lori like a daughter because they were together since they were like 15. Yeah. So from every account, they were the perfect pair. While Mark was going to school, he also had a job. He was an orderly at a mental facility, which do you know what an orderly is? Isn't that like kind of like a CNA, one of those people that like cleans yeah. up the poop or something? Yeah, it's like the assistant to the basically like an assistant to the assistant kind of thing. Nurse's okay. assistant. After Mark graduated undergrad in 2004, he took his MCAT and got into medical school at University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. They were ecstatic. And then even more good news came. Lori was pregnant. So there's a lot going on for these two. You know, you got a baby on the way, a husband going to medical school, a big move from Utah to North Carolina. I mean, like, shit's getting real. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And as the couple was gearing up for their move, Lori kept really active. She continued working right up to the day that they were going to move. And on July 19th, 2004, she went for a morning jog like she did sometimes. And she never returned. She was still pregnant. She was only five weeks pregnant. So she was like Five weeks? You don't even know you're pregnant at five weeks. That's what I thought also, but I do know you can take a test and like, I mean, and it you're, says you're pregnant, but it's yeah. like, I mean, I mean, you haven't like a the little bit yet. pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she goes for this jog. She doesn't come back and Mark starts to become very concerned. Okay. He calls Lori's work to check to see if she just went straight there instead of coming home after her jog, he drove around to see, you know, where she could be. And by 1030 in the morning, he calls 911 to report his wife missing. He's distraught, but she's an adult and it really hasn't been that long. Yeah. And so they kind of blow it off at first, which I mean, she could be shopping. Who knows? It's not like her, though, to miss work. So Mark and their whole family was like, no. Yeah, you know. You know when you know. So they start frantically looking for her and they get the police back involved and they're like, okay, you know what? This is uncharacteristic of Lori. So they begin to search as well. The public was notified. Flyers are made. I mean, it's like a whole big deal. And this is, has now made national headlines because it's like Lacey Peterson. Oh, right. Yeah. It's a couple years later, it's she's beautiful, young, pregnant, and she's missing. Yeah. So police, of course, do their police duties and they start snooping and things start looking real weird real quick. Oh, now it sounds like Sherry Papini. No. Yeah. Out jogging. Things started looking weird. Which, short plug, that's one of our um, crimes on uh, Patreon. So, Yeah, it is. If you're interested. 
It's one of our first, I think it's the first crime you ever did, Gretchen. Yes, it is. Yeah. So at the same point the police are getting all up in the hacking's business, Mark seems to be having a mental breakdown. He resorts to drinking alcohol and taking barbiturates and finds himself running through the parking lot naked. Oh, Britney-style breakdown. Yeah. Oh. Mark is then taken to the same mental facility that he actually works at. That's awkward. I mean, that (laughs) has to be really awkward. It seems that he's so distraught over his missing wife that the Mormon guy resorts to alcohol, which maybe, you know, if you haven't drank alcohol a lot or taken any barbiturates, running around naked isn't too far off. Maybe want to start that earlier in life so it's not. <laughs> yeah, that that's our <laughs> medical advice. Don't. <laughs> Ignore your religious beliefs or, you know, any kind of like alcoholism in your family. Just start drinking at a young age so you build up a tolerance in case like there's a global pandemic or your wife goes missing or whatever. You will be able to handle it. Knock back a couple or you'll end up running naked in parking lots. Don't say we didn't tell you. That's right. That's right. Okay. Thanks for that. You're welcome. PSA. Oh, another PSA, by the way, real quick. Uh-huh. It's not a good idea to drink, to mix barbiturates with alcohol. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> okay. I don't know anything about that. I, 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 know, I, I know. Okay. You're right. It's not a good idea. Don't do that. Not, don't do it. Not a good idea. Well, the cops and the public keep looking for Lori, and here comes some alarming things that they find. They find Lori's car in the parking area near the trail, which Mark said she went running, which was Memory Grove and City Creek Canyon. Okay. However, the seat for the car was pushed back for someone taller than Lori to drive. You see, Lori was 5'4". The seat was moved for, like, somebody around six foot. Okay. Yeah. Which also... When I I get in my car, my husband's been driving it, and the seat is, like, all the way back. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. I don't mind it as much when my husband does it, but when the valet guy does it, then it's like, dude. Dude, just suffer. Just stick your legs up in your chest and drive the car five feet and park it. Uh Uh-huh. And that sounds really bitchy of me. Yeah, it does. um, I don't know, like prissy, but but it <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> but it is you. <laughs> yeah. So also, when the police search Lori's home, they find the keys to Lori's car. Oh, that's weird. Well, yeah, because the car is somewhere else. Oh, yeah. So not only that, but they notice the mattress on the bed is new and didn't match the box spring. Oh, damn. There's also some blood in the house and a bloody knife on the headboard of the bed. So they're pretty sure that Mark had something to do with Lori's disappearance. Marky Mark. And they also are pretty sure they're not going to find Lori alive. Yeah. Police also 
uncover a letter written by Lori in their extra bedroom that read something like, I don't know if I could be married to someone that is so untruthful and living a lie. Oh, shit. Lori wrote this. Lori wrote this. So don't put stuff in writing. Or do. Oh, okay. Or do. Like. So a lie was a lie that Mark was living. Let me roll you back. Okay. To July 16th, three days before Lori went missing. Lori was at work and some things that she needed to figure out for their upcoming move, she called University of North Carolina to figure out some like financial aid stuff, you know? Okay. After a couple phone calls at work, she left visibly upset. Her coworkers have said. She was upset because she just learned that Mark wasn't actually enrolled in medical school. Oh, shit. He wasn't even enrolled in Chapel Hill at all. And come to find out, he didn't even get his bachelor's degree. No. Yes. So when she called the University of Utah... She found out that Mark hadn't attended school in three years. But wait, haven't they been together forever? So didn't she like go to the graduation? Well, when graduation came by, Mark was too sick to attend the graduation. And so it started to all make sense. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. 
I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Sense. Oh, yeah. But what didn't make sense to Lori were the trips to visit Chapel Hill, the studying that he did for his MCATs, the papers upon papers that Mark wrote for school and asked Lori and her mother to critique. All of it was a lie. Mark was living out a complete and utter lie in order to keep up the appearance that he was also on the road to success. You know what would have solved this a lot sooner? How Lori would still be with us? If she had an iPhone with Find My Friend on it, she would have seen a long time ago that he was never where he said he was. Oh, so true. Right? I don't know if they had that in 2004. I don't think they did. It's all Apple's fault. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, damn it. I'm going to sue him. So now we don't know exactly how Lori confronted Mark, but I can suspect it went something like this in her, you know, like most polite Mormon way. I'm going to be Lori for a second. Okay. So, hey, Mark, um, what in the flying pig sense have you been doing for the past three years? How are you uprooting our lives to move to North Carolina when you have not even gotten your undergraduate? How have you been lying to me all these years and I'm working my little booty off, having morning sickness to put you through fake college and doing it all with a smile on my face and not even a fucking glass of wine to wind down, you asshole. Right. That's probably pretty accurate. I think that's how it got. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I can then imagine everything in Mark's soul crushing. His beautiful lie is now exposed. Everything in his mind and everyone else's eyes was now destroyed by his deceit and his manhood manhood became infantile. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know how he would be able to hold up this whole medical school lie and all that. I mean... They were really going to move. Like, was he just going to do it for another, like, four years of pretending? Yeah. I think he was. But then what was he going to do to unwind it all? He was going to become doctor fucking death. That's what I was thinking. Like, you just pretend to be a doctor after that? Yeah. I don't know. So crazy. Oh, you know what? I'm having a flashback. Dr. Martin McNeil. Also from Utah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And he was a big faker, too. Maybe it's a Utah thing. Maybe it's all the Utah pressure to have the perfect life. Be a doctor is, like, extra special in Utah. I don't know. Just a theory. 
yeah, it feels like something. Well, when your whole family is successful and you're like the black sheep, it doesn't feel so good. Yeah. I can imagine. You tell me, Gretchen. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel that good. <laughs> I, I do. I got over it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Tab's husband just came in the room and she's playing real nice with him right now. <laughs> like I've never seen her talk to him like that before. Typically, she's like, what do you want? This time she's like, hi, can I help you? (laughs) What is he doing? (laughs) Staring at me. Yeah, she really is in the cat house. In the middle of my story. Yeah. Okay. So the night of July 18th, probably after midnight or so, early morning, July 19th, Mark admittedly got a 22 caliber rifle. Rifle. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And shot poor Lori as she lay sleeping. We know this because actually Mark confessed to his two older brothers who then went to their dad and then to the police. Oh, good for them. So when I told my husband the story before I'm telling you, he was like, I'm surprised that they went to the police. But these are good, good people. They're good Mormon people. People like, yeah, they're not going to hold it. I don't think that would, that would no way. They're just too good of decent human beings to. Okay. And also if he killed the love of his life and he's just confessed it to you, he might kill you next. So let's lock him up. Now that's true. Yeah. So Mark Hacking was arrested on August 2nd and he initially entered a not guilty plea, but there's no way this dude was going to be found innocent. Yeah, that's real dumb. All the evidence that I mentioned before, as well as surveillance of him purchasing the new mattress at the time he said he was driving around looking for his wife Mm. the morning of her disappearance. While he was saying he was worried sick about her, he was actually packing Lori in a trash bag and throwing her in a dumpster like a piece of trash. They also have that on surveillance. So Mark obviously wasn't a seasoned criminal. No. As there's so many pieces of evidence held against him, but they didn't have the body. They knew that he threw her away, but I know the prosecution always has like a worry when there's no Oh, they weren't able to find it. Sometimes they can find it. Well, okay. So they have it. On surveillance that he threw this big piece of trash away. But I guess depending probably on the size of the city that the landfill is in or the Mm -hmm. size of the landfill, it's not easy to find, especially if it's in a bag, right? Yeah. So they brought out cadaver dogs and they sift and people to sift through fucking garbage, which I think would be the most awful thing. Yeah. I'm not volunteering for that. No. And um, let me tell you, they found her. They did? They oh, did. Yeah. Okay, good. So in, a, in October, they found Lori. So that's months after she had been thrown away. So she was, whoa, real decomposed. Um, they could not figure out if she was pregnant or not. Because like you said, it was it, five so weeks. Early, it's yeah. like, it's like this, not even the size of like a sesame seed or something. Yeah. So they obviously could not tell. 
But I don't think she was making it up. I'm sure she took a pregnancy test and boom. Yeah. So by April, Mark had decided to plead guilty and was sentenced to six years to life in prison. Six years to life? Excuse me? Well, in Utah in 2005, the sentence for a first-degree murder was actually five years to life. But since he used a rifle, they upped it one year. I don't know about you, but I just pretty much do know about you because I just saw your reaction. Yeah, my mouth is like on the ground. Yeah, I would be real pissed. And Lori's mom, Thelma, real pissed. Oh, a Thelma can throw down some pissed. Oh, yeah. So listen, I think that's fucking bananas. Yeah. And that's in 2005. That's not that long ago. No, it's not. So are they just allowing people to murder people in Utah or what? Yeah, for murder one? First degree. That's like crazy. Bananas. So in July of 2005, I think because freaking Thelma was pissed as fuck, the Utah Board of Pardons decided that Mark's actual first parole hearing would not come until August of 2034. Okay. So they upped it a lot. A lot. Okay. Upon hearing this news, Thelma made a statement and she said, while it is a terrible waste of his life, the decision lifts a great burden off my mind and heart. The six-year minimum imposed by law is an insult not only to Lori and the baby, but to me and my family as well. And I think the members of the state board pardons and the parole for their diligence and sense of justice in dealing with this tragic case. My faith in our justice system has been upheld. Okay, good for the family. So Thelma has gone on to petition the state for longer sentences for first-degree murder. And oh, in, go Thelma! Dude, I know. And in 2005, Utah House Bill 102 was passed. It's also known as Lori's Law. And it increases the minimum penalty for a person convicted of first-degree murder in Utah to 15 years to life. Okay, good. Thelma also has gone. still pretty light. I know. Should it be like 30? Yeah. I think 30 to light is the minimum. For murder one, 15 for murder two. Maybe 10 for murder two. Okay. Or maybe 15. 15. And then for like um, manslaughter. 10, 10, eight, something like that. Dude, people do 20 years for drug charges. I know. I was thinking that when I was doing this case. So Thelma has gone on to the Oprah show. Oh, and she's the Oprah show. She's a real wonderful woman. She talks about her loss and how she still loves Mark's family. She says that they are wonderful people. And she's still very connected to them. Or this is when in, you know, years ago when she was on Oprah, but she probably still is, you know, I'm telling you, like when you meet people at that kind of young age and you have these young children, I think you stay connected to them. She also said this to Oprah. She said they have a lot harder deal here than I do. I mean, it's horrible to have lost Lori, but, you know, I lost her. She was honorable and she was what was right. 
and I know that I'll see her again and we'll be together. Now his parents don't have that about Mark, you know? And so I feel sorry for them because they're such good people. And that's right. I mean, she probably thinks Mark's living in hell even after he dies, right? And then his parents have lost him forever. And they do have to live with that awful burden that he was such a fuck bag. I mean, it's a lot to come to that their son had, you know, told these horrible lies to them and then killed his wife, which he would rather do instead of just come clean. clean. Yeah. And actually Thelma told him she went to Mark and said, if you like, why did you do this? I, we would have still loved you if you just told us. So yeah, Thelma also has removed the last name hacking off of her daughter's headstone. And I don't blame her. Yeah, me neither. I think Lori would also like to get rid of that lie she was living with. So drop it. May Lori Soares rest in eternal peace and may her beautiful mother and family be rejoined with her in heaven one day. That's what I have to say about that. All right. So that's, that's the story of Lori. That's why I brought her first or her last name in, in the beginning. Cause I do think like she was born, she was actually adopted early on. So I don't know what she was actually born with, but she was basically born and raised as Lori K. Soares. And she was only 25 or no, 27 when she Oh died. yeah. Young. Just mm-hmm. getting started. Yeah. So, so young. Yeah. So young. So there's your Utah case. Thank you. There's my Utah. You know what I'm still thinking about? Lake Powell. I want to go there so bad. I know. When are we going houseboating? I know. That's, they have some sick houseboats on that lake. Yeah. Let's get one. I know. Let's do it. To save our money. It's not cheap. Well, I think that's why, because my husband hates paying for lodging. We have so yeah, he does. He really does. Yeah, he does. He has a thing about paying for lodging, but he does not have a thing about paying for expensive dinners, which I'm like, how about eat cheap, pay for a hotel? Yeah, you would not. <laughs> <laughs> which is more my style, right? Oh, I'm so with him, though. I would rather eat like so well. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, that that's cool. Yeah. You don't sleep. You sleep there for like a hot minute. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, that's a good point. But, you know, the thing about those houseboats is I think they have um, they have deals in the winter. You just have to like book ahead for the summer. But we never think about it till it's like summer and there's no price drop. There's not even one available. This summer we looked. We yeah, like, me too. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cannot <Nope>. do it. <laughs> Everyone was like, I'm social distancing on a boat. You bet you. Oh, I wanted to tell them that funny story. So it looks like the apocalypse here because there's fires all over California. If you live in California, you will know. The sun is bright orange because um, it's covered with so much soot. Mm -hmm. And when you go outside, you're breathing a chimney. Yeah, ash everywhere. Gretchen goes to the park yesterday with her kids. Oh, you're telling my funny story. Yes. 
<laughs> That's what I said. I want to tell your funny story. Oh, okay. <laughs> she calls me and she's like, I just scared off two moms because um, I got to the park and it was really smoky. And I asked them if there was a fire around. <laughs> like, they looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, you or you were like, they looked at me like I was an idiot or something. What is what was the word you said? I'm sure I said fuck in there. I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, I said, yeah, yeah, you are. Their reaction. I was like, hey, I'm like, is there a fire? Because I was looking down (laughs) at my phone, Googling like where clearly there's a fire. Okay, I'm not that stupid, but I'm I can't find it on Google. Like, where is there a fire in Orange County? So I just asked them and they were like it. They weren't like, yeah, it's in, you know, San Bernardino. They were like, yeah, there is. It's in, you know. San Bernardino and Pendleton, like you are a fucking idiot. That's yes. And I said to you, you are a fucking idiot because it's been all over the goddamn news. Well, listen, I canceled the cable. Okay. <laughs> and I've been homeschooling and that's what I told them. And they still let, they left the park. They're like, our kids cannot <laughs> play with like, that lady's not, kids. No, no, she no, no, is no, no, out no. of her mind. No, Dom is con- just as contagious as COVID. We're out. They should have wanted their kids to play with your kids because obviously you haven't been outside of your house. Oh, my God. We got to the park and Willow is like, Mom, look at this bird. Look at that bird. That's a crow. It's not a raven. It's a crow. Oh. I'm like, that's right. That's right. Good Bill. homeschooling. Good yeah. job. But maybe you should read the Daily Mail at night like I do, and then you would be real caught up. I don't think the Daily Mail is good for regular news. That's well, it, that's listen. for like naked ranchers. The California and what, fires what are Megan on there. and Harry are up to. The California fires were on there because the one in San Bernardino started, which I'm sure every person listening to this knows by a gender reveal party. They lit a firework. It was only 121 degrees that day, and it sparked a fire. Yeah. That kind of shit is on the Daily Mail, by the way. Okay. How do you feel about these gender reveal parties? I think they are cute. I think they're cute. I think that they are cute, too. You know, I love uh, any excuse to decorate, but I think they have kind of taken on. It's cute when it's like... We just are having a barbecue and we're going to, you know, pop the balloon, video it, you know, whatever. But I think people have taken it to the next level where it's like the our gender reveal party. It's like extravagant. Like it's just as big of a deal as the baby shower, which the baby shower has to be so extra now. And you then you go to the hospital and, you know, now you have to decorate your hospital room. You have to have a special blanket made and you got to have the whole thing. You have to have a theme. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's good. We didn't even. I just think it's too much. I think it's too much. I think gender reveal. I think just everybody needs to just take it down a notch. I feel sorry for people that feel the pressure to make everything. I don't think you should feel feel pressured. I don't think you should feel pressured. Yeah. I also don't feel like you need to have fireworks for it. That's maybe extra. I'm saying that's too extra. I saw this funny meme and it was like an atomic bomb exploding with blue. And it was like when the USA does a gender reveal party. <laughs> it's a boy. I was like, Listen, 
Like, it's kind of funny. You still, have you seen all those drone videos of like the fireworks on 4th of July that were just going off yes. everywhere? Yes. I knew that would happen. They should have just had a damn fireworks show. Well, listen, they're going to cancel Halloween. So don't you think it's going to be like the same thing? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So they are canceled. So Los Angeles put a notice out that they're canceling Halloween and it is against the law to go trick-or-treating. It's against the law to have anybody over at your house to have a party. I mean, it's like freaking bananas. Okay. And I know that's just going to make people get even more pissed and do it anyways. And now it's like, put a purple pumpkin in front of your house if you want to come get candy here. And let me tell you, so they pulled it back and they were like, I think they didn't. Now it's not against the law. It's just highly not recommended. Uh, And I'm fine with that. Don't recommend it. Yeah. But you know what? If you want to set a bowl of candy out in front of your house and don't want to see anybody, but you think it's fine that the kids come by and grab a piece of candy, they're not going to get coronavirus from that. No. And I want to decorate and whatever. I mean, we, yeah, it's fun. My ki- kids need it. Not just my kids, all the kids in the world. We, it's... Need, we need Halloween. <laughs> Coming from the girl that wouldn't even go out of her house ever or see anybody and hasn't even seen me since she basically had coronavirus back in February. I have seen you. You came down and stayed here. <laughs> I know. I'm just <laughs> kidding. But you haven't been up here to um, hang out. Oh. Well, I'm coming soon. Good. Yeah. Get ready. We're in it. Tick tock. Don't stop. <laughs> we don't stop. <laughs> yeah. And drink and my kids are going to go swimming. Sounds awesome. It does. You better do that before I move. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could move into my house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate that. I hate my house. Um, all right. So guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want more, head to Patreon. We -hmm. have an additional episode a week and Gretchen just did a really good bonus crime about somebody that was abducted for 10 years. You guys crazy bananas. Mm -hmm. So patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. Also, she's getting ready with her new merch. It's coming out. And remember, it only lasts for like a couple weeks. So you guys got to be on it. Save your money. And a couple shout outs this week. Um, Kaylee BH, she says, I want to be friends. Love these gals and their friendship. Um, Thanks, Kaylee. You are our friends. Total Disco Biscuits. Jamie from Portland, Oregon. Love. Thanks so much. Shout out to you. Modern Cat Lady 2. Funny, interesting, and suspenseful. Love the name. CJB. Love these ladies. And I might be getting into older ones, but let me just shout them out. Anyways, in case I missed you, Alyssa J8. Absolutely obsessed. And Moons 357 Stars. Great podcast. I think that's good, guys. So if you haven't rated and reviewed us, please do so. It helps us on our Apple rankings. 
and tell your friends about us. We would really appreciate it. Clink, clink, everybody. Clink, clink.